0: Well, hello everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are on part two of a series called Faithful and Wise Managers. And once again, I have to say this is something new for me. Leaders are managers. I've always fought the concept of being a manager. Managers are sort of second grade kind of tier. No, no. Actually, what I'm discovering is if we can't manage what God has already given us, then He's not going to give us more. So you can try and be the best leader in the world, but if you're not being faithful as a steward of what God has already given you, then he's not going to enlarge that inheritance. So, our key text from Luke 12, verses 42 says, the Lord answered, who then is the faithful and wise manager? There's our word. And we're studying that word manager, which means steward. That word manager consists of house plus regulations. In other words, a manager is someone who regulates a household, governs a household. Who's the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? And We saw last week, sometimes management is simply allocation of budgets, timing, routines, and systems put in place to maintain and not just to keep but to grow and to multiply what God has already entrusted to us. So why is it important Exodus 23 verse number 30 when God's speaking to the Israelites about going into their promised land about leadership but he says little by little I'll drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. And I believe that taking possession of your inheritance is what management is all about. It means putting systems, routines in place so that you can multiply and be a good steward of what God has already entrusted to you. If you can't do that, why would God give you more? Management and leadership are crucially linked. Your rate of growth is determined by your management capacity. If you're not able to grow your management capacity, your rate of growth will be limited. Put another way, your future leadership effectiveness will be impacted by your current management capacity. So if you want to grow your leadership, grow your inheritance, make sure you're learning to maintain and manage and be a good steward of what God has already given you. God will only give you what you can effectively manage or steward. I was reminded of a a pastor that I met working in some rural areas, an incredible evangelist. He would have crusades. People would get radically saved. And and at one stage, he was planting church after church after church. He, He grew it to 19 churches that he had planted, but he wasn't able to develop the pastors and leaders to shepherd those flocks. So what happened is his growth hit a point where actually he couldn't do any more evangelism because now he was running from one church to another, putting out fires, trying to keep the church afloat because he couldn't manage the inheritance he'd already won. So God couldn't enlarge that anymore. That's why leadership and management are so crucially linked. I want to look today at second part. Biblical managers know they are accountable. We're learning how to be a good manager. Managers are accountable. We have a master that we need to give an account to. In Luke 16 verses 1 and 2, Jesus told his disciples, there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. So he called him in and asked him, what is this I hear about you? Give an account of your management because you cannot be my manager any longer. I want to suggest that as a manager... We have hands and we have heart, and we have to keep a balance between these two things. What I mean by hands is you are managing someone else's possessions. God is putting something in your hands, and you're using your hands to serve a master. We're always remembering what we have in our hands belongs to someone else, and we're serving. But in our hearts, we have to carry it as if we are the owner. I know it's confusing, but heart and hand. In our hearts, we're taking ownership of something, but in our hands, we're recognizing they belong to someone else. And so we need to serve, remembering. We're giving an account, but in our hearts, I've got an ownership. I want to lead this as if it was my own. A good manager has a heart of ownership, of, of responsibility, but hands of serving a master. Now, listen how this passage, this parable that Jesus was telling, ends with what does it mean to be accountable as a manager? So it says now in Luke 16, verses 10 to 12, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you've been trustworthy in handling, if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? So there's three tests of accountability that Jesus puts his finger on here. In other words, Whether you know it or not, you are being held to account all of the time. And whether you know it or not, your life is giving an answer to your accountability. Let me give you the three. Number one, the way you treat the very little will determine how you will treat much. In other words, we are held accountable for the way we treat the little things in our lives. Some people sometimes, well, if you gave me a big responsibility, I'd give it my all. But in the little things in your life, you're not being responsible. You're being lazy or you're neglecting them. Now, if we think we'll be responsible if we had a big responsibility, you're deceiving yourself. Your life is giving an account all the time by the way you're treating the so-called menial small responsibilities. Second test, the way you treat wealth determines how you will treat kingdom, riches, or success. In other words, we're held accountable for the way we treat worldly measures of success. Money, popularity, possessions. You see, wealth can make you proud, arrogant, independent, or greedy... Or it can make you generous, servant-hearted, and humble. Now, in other words, someone once said the best way to test someone is to give them success. God is looking at the way we handle possessions, how we handle money, how we handle fame, how you handle popularity. Because the way you're handling so-called worldly success is giving an account to the Lord of how you would handle true kingdom riches. And if we can't handle the worldly measures of success well, we won't be able to handle true kingdom riches. Third test is the way we treat someone else's property determines how you will treat your own. We're held accountable for the way we treat everything we use that doesn't belong to us. Someone once says the best 4x4 in the world is a rental car. Having the attitude, in other words, if it's not mine, I can abuse it. No, no. The way we treat other people's property is, is our lives giving an account to God of how actually we would end up treating things God entrusted to us as our own property. All the time, our lives are given account. So let me lay, land with um, just something practical. The verse we read, chapter 16, verse 1 in Luke, Jesus told his parable his disciples, there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. That thing of wasting is what we are accountable for. Biblical managers maximize resources and eliminate wastage. It seems from this parable that Jesus was revealing that as managers we are held accountable for wastage of resources. That could be money, time, talents, which greatly impacts future promotion in the kingdom. If we forget that we're managing God's resources and possessions, we can so easily slip into wastage. And wastage is unacceptable to God and results in a loss of future promotion and growth. I want to leave you with just one question to ponder. If you evaluate all that's under your responsibility right now, what is being wasted? Time. Are you and your team wasting time on trivial matters? What about money? Are you wasting money through poor financial management? What about talents? Are you wasting your talents or the talents of those in the team around you? What about opportunities? Are there opportunities that you are underutilizing right now? What about possessions? Are you managing and maintaining the possessions that you already have to the best of your ability? Big part of management is being accountable. God, we don't want to waste what you've given us. We want to grow it, maximize it for your glory. Hope that helps. Can't wait to chat again next week. May the Lord bless you and God bless. Bye for now.